Spear Master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch and ah! Master, that's not fair. I can never mind. I am my best audience. Hello, everyone. What's happening? What's going on? It's your boy, Ruben Prime, and welcome to the Ruben Prime Podcast. Once again, it's your host, Ruben Prime, back at it again with another episode, number 110 to be exact, of the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Remember, you can check out my podcast on all major digital platforms. So if you're into your Apple iPhone or Mac, listen to me on Apple Podcasts. If you have an Android device, you can listen to me on Google Podcasts. Uh, I prefer Spotify, you know. I like Spotify. I've been using Spotify a lot. Been finding a lot of like my old favorite classic songs. You know, R and B, hip hop, uh, rock, all that good stuff. So I, I like Spotify. It's not too bad, but it doesn't matter wherever you decide to listen to the Room Pine podcast. I will be happy. And of course, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, the cesspool of social media, for better or worse. Mr. Room Prime. And I'm trying to sh- trying to branch off to other platforms. Because uh, we, uh, we, we have some news to talk about. All thing comes in threes. Plus one. You know, we're going to talk about uh, YouTube censorship. With uh, one of my favorite YouTube content creators and human beings, uh, Nick Ricada, his channel was yeeted October the 5th. Um, today is October the 6th, by the way, when um, the night of uh, this is being recorded. I'm going to talk about YouTube censorship. And Nekrokeda, and just my issue, and just my take on on why this is going on, and you know, just throw out a few theories and just just the rationale. I mean, you can try to rationalize it, but these these people that are so pro censorship, but then whenever it's done to them, they quit to cry foul. So we're gonna talk about that. Um, of course, I want to talk about Kanye West and the whole uh, White Lives Matter t-shirt stunt, which was funny. And the reason why I find it funny is because people reacted the same. There's just this typical 
people reacted the same in in the in typical fashion just like he thought people were just their reaction was basically spot on and i'm gonna uh put out some uh some clips play some clips from the tucker carlson interview that that was aired tonight and it's uh it's uh it's pretty good gotta i gotta listen to the whole thing and just you know got back from work not too long ago so i'm i'm just just trying to get this out but with the few clips that are out that i was able to watch on my way home it's uh pretty telling that kanye west ain't afraid and regardless of what you think about kanye west uh the guy is very sharp and it just shows that when you have no fear when you are unapologetically you when you do not give a damn what people think about you and again all these people that are that want to beat up Kanye West that want to bring harm to him uh say what you want about Mr. West he's done a lot more for black people than a lot of these uh, woke, fake, fraud, hotel people have ever done. So, you know, there's that. And I'm just going to explain how Kanye West proved that people are not about helping black lives. And that we just love to be entertained. We love drama. We love just chaos and upheaval. We don't want peace. We don't want justice. These are just terms that people use for a slogan. Just just like BLM. BLM sounds it's catchy. And while you have these hashtags on your social media bios and you have the the black square on your on your social media accounts and you have the links and all this stuff this organization and so many others that are so progressive and therefore uh so-called helping lives they just ran away with your money and ran away with uh donated money and there's no accountability but yet you go against the green, then you're problematic, you're dangerous. And that is really just telling of the just the psychosis that we're dealing with. You know, you're a part of the you're 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 part of the group until you say something against the contrary. You can speak freely until you say something we don't like you know what we have your support we're on your side until you go against the grain so it's, it's, it's never equal all this talk about diversity and inclusion and all this other nonsense is just more the same just toxicity and yes it's very toxic
So I'm going to talk about that and uh, hit on some uh, Elon Musk news. Uh, it seems like he's going forward with the the purchasing of Twitter for the original price of $44 billion. Uh, that's 50 some odd dollars. Actually, let me let me not do that. Let me actually $54.20 per share. There we go. I got to got to get the the facts right. So that that's that's what we're going to talk about. Um let's see here. So I'm going to talk about that, and if we have time, I guess we talk about some entertainment news. We'll talk about She-Hulk and the introduction to uh, Daredevil, and people aren't happy. And of course, when you have constructive criticism, you'll have people saying, shut up. Uh, just enjoy it. Just consume. Just just watch the thing. Don't overthink. Don't analyze. Don't be too critical. You know. S- you know. Stop. <laughs> you know. So we'll we'll we have time. We'll talk about that because I want to be as laser focused and concise. Um, because I've been itching to talk about some of these uh, topics. And uh, by the way, if if you listen to this and you've listened to episode 109, uh, appreciate it. Uh, definitely let me know. Just criticisms I don't run away from because at times I am my own worst critic. But I definitely appreciate and welcome constructive criticism. If you're an asshole, I'm gonna tell you to you know f off, but if you give feedback that is actual you know is actually constructive, I'll be grateful for that. So let's see, gotta give shout outs. Um, give I gotta give shout outs to uh, Juriari, the Juriari Show, and the Wrestling Soup uh, Network. Uh, shout outs to them. Actually, did a a. Uh, show with Juriari and um it was a packed house and we went over uh wrestling that's primarily wrestling themed uh, podcasts whenever I, I talk wrestling I go I go to Juriari and also I have a Patreon exclusive show where we talk pop culture things that I, I, I talk about on here I'll expound on and go into depth with Drew on the Patreon exclusive show. So, and we got some other things cooking up. Um, we have a bit of inspiration, just just talking and brainstorming, and we got some things in the pipeline for sure. So definitely stay tuned to that. And if you want to listen to moi on Drew Yari's uh, main podcast, definitely check him out on uh, all major digital platforms. Just type in Drew Yari Show. And if you want to uh, 
subscribe to his Patreon to listen to Mra and and others on on our band of misfits. Go to patreon.com slash Drew Yari, I believe. I think that's the URL. If not, just search Drew Yari Show on Patreon. And, you know, five bucks a month goes a long way. Five bucks doesn't get you uh, a meal. It's like part of a meal unless, no, not even. Not even if you try to go to McDonald's. Like, there's no dollar menu. That there's no dollar menu. Like inflation, thanks Biden. You you SOB and the Fed too. Um but yeah. Can I give a shout out to to them? Uh also shout outs to the four kings, Rome himself, Super Freak one eight seven, Cosmic Kaiser Six, and Follow your dreams. And lastly, you got to give a shout out to uh, the Film Boys podcast. Shouts to them. All right. Let's let's get down to brass tacks. So uh, the other night, actually, last night, a YouTuber, a, a lawyer, happens to be a YouTuber, uh, his account got suspended and just in real time and at first there wasn't there wasn't any reason it just it was just gone and just without going you know just giving the long winded explanation the fact that he you know, the reason why he was banned, uh, just for speaking his mind. And of course, when you speak in your mind, certain people on the other aisle that had different views uh, don't like that. So they they find they find it easy instead of talking. And, and these people, they, they have no desire to talk and, and have healthy discourse. It's all about, I don't like this person because his political views don't align with mine. And we can't take sarcasm. There's no nuance to to jokes. There's no, just, we have no sense of humor. And... We play victim. And then we just go cry to the overlords to silence other people's speech because they say something that we didn't like. Our, my feelings were hurt, so we we had to do something about that because instead of having a backbone, these people will just go and just go about just just when it comes to all this, it's just toxic, it's parasitic in nature. These people that claim that are so diverse and so uh, so liberal and, and 
respect other people and we we welcome speech. They just go and mass flag people. They will go and and get people's uh, YouTube accounts suspended, social media accounts suspended. And uh, Rakeda had, you know, his YouTube had over half a million subscribers uh, last time I checked. And he was bringing in a lot of a lot of eyeballs to himself with him covering the trials of uh, Kyle Rittenhouse and Johnny Depp earlier this year. And they people didn't like that. And as outspoken as uh, Nick Riccata is, he believes in free speech. He understands the consequences of, of spree, excuse me, try saying that five times. He understands the consequences of free speech. And it's funny that we, we live in a day and age where in America, especially, we are so caught up in imperfection. We, we try so hard to correct other people's speech rather than you're like, all right, people are going to say stuff that I don't like, that I don't agree with, but we're just going to leave it there. We're just going to go and just, you know, doesn't affect me. Whatever. Just if it don't apply, let it fly. People will say their things. They'll have their opinions and their thoughts, and we just we just leave them over there. Just like we acknowledge that other people live on this planet and not everyone's going to get along, but we'll just leave them there. We, we acknowledge them. We acknowledge the fact that they exist and they're human beings. Not perfect. We just leave them be. Just we don't want we don't want to bother them. Uh, we don't want them to bother us. Sounds fair. But no, with these people, is going mass flagging. And the fact that these people have to be so vapid and, and just have no ounce of humanity when they try to just... They, these people don't just, they, they don't want only to silence people. They want to make sure that they don't, at least that you do not, you don't have the ability to feed yourself, clothe yourself, to live, to have shelter. These people don't want you to have no food on the table. They don't want you to eat because... And there's people that said it, admitted they want people that are on the other side of the aisle to be deplatformed, and and they're they're and these people on the left are just just juvenile and they're very sick, and they can go on YouTube, they can go on all these other social media platforms, and say these things. They could go and threaten people with violence, but the moment that you say, well, just not even threaten back. You just, you know, as they say, killing with kindness 
and forget about it. They will go crying, bitching to the overlords. And this is just insane that uh, these people hate network haters so much. You know, all because and on stream he read uh, complaints from. Uh, so Nick is a lawyer. Nick Ricardo is a lawyer, and they have sent uh, ethics complaints to to the bar, the bar association. Of course, they all laugh because huh, these people are, are complaining about it about something that was said on a YouTube video. Like, really, like, we got more important things to do. The Bar Association just laughed at that. And of course, they didn't like that. They didn't, the Bar didn't do anything to, to Nick. So when in doubt, flag the channel. And to me, these people are a representation of, and I'm going to play a little clip to you know from a youtube channel i was trying to find like the original clip but of course can't but i'm glad that a youtuber managed to get this uh this this clip these people on the left that just mass flag mass report use their bots they they're basically a symptom they're the same ones. They they talk about, yeah, we gotta be inclusive, we gotta be diverse. We all this nonsense, all this talk about being inclusive and diverse, and that we need to hear all sides. And yet, when it's someone that they don't like, the same stuff that they accuse the other side of doing, they will go and do. They will go and destroy people's livelihoods. They will go and, and try to try in some cases try to get people killed all because of what's what's been said on on youtube or all this internet beef and a lot of these people are are just toxic but we're gonna play this let's share let's see of course it seems like they Change a little bit on StreamYard. So we're going to play this. Let's blow this up. All right, so we're going to play this. By Divinity Says, uh, using, um, using, this clip is from Divinity Says. Of course, I'll put the, the link to the video in the description just to give credit. And this is from a, a live stream. All right. Done that so many times. I can't block. Power. Got it. We got it. Do not got fear. It. Do not retreat. Do not surrender to the mob. You have no master. And the mob he's referring to is the uh, LGBTQ mob, the alphabet mob. And he's absolutely right. You don't. You don't, you do not surrender, you do not succumb to the mob. Because that's what they want. They want you to just cower by you being silent and just giving giving in to their demands. 
that's how they get power. But when you stand up and say no, they lose their power. Because all it takes for them to to be in power is for you to just submit and cower. Because oh, we don't we don't like what someone said on the internet. Like, yeah, we don't wanna we people these people that don't agree with with you know this mob or this segment of the mob because there's all these all these people within these groups that are for uh grooming and giving kids you know uh hormone replacement therapy and all this stuff so we're gonna pretend that that yeah, they're not doing it. It's not a big deal. But they are doing it. And these are the and the state are empowering these people because the state wants they want your kids. All the parents out there, they want your kids. And if that means that we're if that's a silence people like Nick that's just saying I don't agree with this. I don't agree with with kids going behind their parents and them receiving hormone replacement therapy, giving kids the these access to these things, and they're not of age of consent. When when you're 18 or older or 21 or older, wherever you are, when you are a consenting adult, if you want to go and, and, and chop your breast off or or, you know, cut your ovaries off or, or cut your, your testicles off, that's on you because you are a consenting adult. But when it comes to kids, don't mess with kids. I've said this on many other podcasts. Stop messing with kids. Stop it. Like, it's it's messed up. It's screwed up. And it's deep-seated, deep-seated issue when it comes to these people so gung-ho about trying to mess with your kids, trying to convert your kids. And people say, hey, I don't agree with that. Leave kids alone. Kids shouldn't be exposed to this at such a young age. When they're of age, then the ball's in their court. But right now, their kids don't expose that to children. There's a reason why certain things aren't exposed to children because it's too much for them to comprehend. But to, I'm going to play the clip again, but just wanted to say that because there's segments within the LGBTQ plus community that are to just, in, you know, in, in just in plain sight and that's something that the that the LGBT community they had to just get rid of these people in the community that are just basically grooming because for sure the average person that happens to be LGBTQ they just want to be left alone they don't want all this all this shit. They just want to be. They just want to be who they want to be with. 
express themselves, do whatever they're, they're you know, who be whoever they're with, consenting, you know, one consenting adult to another. And they don't want to deal with all this stuff. It's just people within in these groups that are using this group as cover to do just just obscene, just outrageous, just crazy stuff. And if we can't say that freely, that's a problem. And I'm for free speech. I'm for people being able to express themselves freely. But when you go about using kids as as political weapons, I have issue with that. When you're trying to teach kids at a young age to you know confuse them, and kids are already confused from the get go. It's insane. Listen, as a parent, do what you want for your children. But at the end of the day, there are consequences. There's always consequences to one's actions. That's all I'm going to say. But let me play the clip again. Let me play the clip again here. Okay. So I'll shut up and play the clip again. Power. Got it. We got it. Do not got feel. It. Do not retreat. Do not surrender to the mob. You have no master. You never should. They are broken, and we will win. There you go. Just straight to the point. He's not afraid. He is not. He's not living in fear as he shouldn't because he's in the right. He and I, I'm, excuse me. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm with Nick Ricada. Like we should all strive for free speech. And of course, like I mentioned I'm for free speech, even for those who disagree with me, because going around and and, and trying to silence people, oh, you don't agree with with me, I'm going to silence you, oh, I'm going to flag you, that's just not how it works, because you're just creating more of the same problem. We're still tackling the symptom instead of dealing with the root cause is that we need to have more speech and more healthy discourse. If we just silence people, we do what they're doing. We're just silencing people. We're just trying to shut people down and deplatform them and then take their livelihoods away. We're no better than them. And how we win is not cower. How we win is just say no. You take that power away from them, they got nothing. We empower them by just countering fear. That's why I say while the Democrats are fucking insane, the Republicans are chicken shit. Because, on a nice segue, because Kanye West... is that this man has balls. 
regardless of how you feel, regardless of of uh, regardless of of where you stand on Kanye West, the fact that he's unapologetically him just shows that this man has just grapefruit-sized balls. You know, most most people will say, "Oh, he's a uh, tap dancing soft shoe. He he's looking he's looking the boots for for massa." Yet the same people that are in the Democratic plantation, because I don't trust neither Democrat or Republican parties. I don't. When you are true to yourself, when you're able to discern that both sides are just full of crap and that is bigger than just left and right, that all this is just theater. And when you really take a step back and and look at what's going on, yeah, then you really, then you really become unstoppable. When you refuse to just go along with the program, that's when you become unstoppable. Sorry about that. Just getting these clips ready. This clip ready here. But it's it's just wild when um and actually let me let me um You just pull up the uh, the the white lives matter shirt. See here. We'll share that. Over here. All right, so here we go. So you see right here, let me blow it up. There we go. So, yeah, so this is what people got mad about on Monday. And when I heard, I was like, okay, wait a minute. Kanye West is trending again. What do you do now? Like, okay, he's not dead. Uh, thank goodness. But he must have done something or said something. And of course, he's with uh, Candace Owens, uh, the most hated uh, black female because she is conservative and a lot of people don't like her. I mean, I have no problem with her. I don't agree with everything she has to say, but um, she has a few good points. And again, it's all about speaking freely. And, and the fact that it's the fact that it's okay. It's fucking okay 
for people to go and and loot and and riot and murder for for that whole summer of 2020 like i still remember that like that was cool so people were saying that Kanye wearing this is problematic and the message that he's sending out is problematic. And as these same people that live in the, the democratic plantation, they give white people power. On one hand, it's like, yeah, oh, fuck whitey. Oh, these crackers, the, these, uh, these colonizers, the, these, uh, uh, just no season having, no no rhythm having uh racist clan member you know uncle you know these all, all these all these terms and words like yeah but then on the other hand it's like y'all give these people power and there's a reason why they want black people in the in the plantation that is the democratic party they know that your vote matters. They know that the black vote matters. So they get you on that plantation. And the fact that Kanye West wore the shirt, it it got people reacting the same way. And something that is, I mean, when it comes down to it, do black lives matter? It should. Like in theory, we take away all the the nonsense. Just in 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 theory, without all the political crap, all the social political crap. Yeah, do white lives matter? Yeah, do Asian lives matter? Because you know all all this talk about stop Asian hate, and they were reporting on the news that the whole propaganda of that was, oh yeah, it was, it was. White supremacy that that was that was uh, behind all these uh, all these attack on on Asian people, but find out, come to find out, it was black people. So damn, white supremacy is at it again. So much so that it got black people being beating up and attacking Asian people. But you know, it's white supremacy. So all lives matter, but yet we talk about black lives. And it's just a slogan that people can put that that can they can wear on a t-shirt that they can say they can put on their on their bio on their social media profile. But when it comes down to it, it they don't matter because if it did matter, when it comes down to it, black babies wouldn't be aborted. Black on black crime wouldn't be a thing. These so-called black leaders. They wouldn't be gatekeeping. They will be actually for the black community. And also, because I know people are going to say, but also excising the cancer. Because it's funny, all the other ethnicities, all the other groups of people, they go about excising the cancer in their groups, they get rid of all all the people that are not that are not uh, doing right by them. They 
if you make them look bad, they'll exercise you. They will exile you. They will get rid of you. They will get rid of the negative aspect of, of, of that culture. But yet, we as brown black people, we we embrace that. We embrace all, all that all that coonery. We embrace all that uh, ratchetness. We embrace all, all that hood and thug culture. We embrace the most negative aspects of our culture. But then when we're looked at by other people, we're not taken seriously. But yet, Black Lives Matter. The the amount of black babies that are being aborted, and it goes back to the whole Roe B. Wade thing as well. Like, oh my God. Like, I when I hear women say, Oh, black king, you matter. We with you, we love you, but I mean you're again, not all. The majority of y'all would, you know, sick the cops on us, same cops that y'all protesting against. Y'all would sick the same government. You know, you got the government, you got the cops, you got the courts. So when I hear all this black king, where would you? And yet, listen, there, there are some well-respected black women out there, but they're in the, in, in the, they're in the minority. Because that's not cool to be an upstanding black woman trying to find an upstanding black man. That's 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 not cool. Because of course, go go back, you know, step back a little bit. It's bad if you're a male. They're trying to destroy the 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 man, the male. They're trying to get rid of masculinity. So if you're if you're a, a, if you're a man, it, it sucks. But if you're a black man, oof, oof, and you're seeing it. But you know, at the end of the day, what Kanye West did, and I'm gonna actually play that clip. Let's um, stop sharing that. We're gonna play. This and we're going to share the first clip. Um, I play this clip here. I wish I had my monitor set up because. The screen that's in front of me is the first screen. So then when I'm trying to move my mouse, like I'm thinking, oh, just move it. It's like, nope, gotta I gotta move from right right to left. And it's kind of annoying, but something I get used to for the you know for now. So let me play this clip here from uh Tucker Carlson tonight. What is what I wanna answer the the white yeah. I, I feel like someone caught what I was saying, the comparison of Tanya Harden about the, the White Lives Matter. You know, my dad is an educated um, ex-Black Panther, and he put a text to me today, he said, White Lives Matter, ha, 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 ha. And I said, I thought the shirt was a funny 
shirt. I thought the idea of me wearing it was funny. And I said, Dad, what do you think it was funny? He said, just, just a black man stating the obvious. What is what, what I want to answer? <laughs> just that is smart. Just stating the obvious. Like black lives matter, white lives matter, Asian lives matter, Latino lives matter, all lives matter. We're human beings. To take a life or to say, oh, one one life is worth more than the other, that is wrong. And that's very narcissistic. That's very dangerous and toxic. All lives matter. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, brown, yellow, purple, polka dotted. Like life is sacred. The ability to create life, and that's the thing. The a lot of people that take life for granted, they don't care. They don't believe that their own life is worth anything. So they just go around and, and just telling other people that they don't matter, that their place on earth is meaningless. And all this this bigotry, all this racism, it's funny. You you hear a lot more, like you just hear all this from one side. And mind you, yeah, blacks have been marginalized. They've been, you know, that history and, and with slavery is not pretty. But you just go back and just use the same tactics to now with white people. It doesn't solve anything. It's just you're putting more hurt, more negativity, just more low vibration. And to me, this this whole notion of white lives don't matter, only black lives, or all lives, all lives don't matter until black lives matter first. It's like we don't even give a fuck about our own communities. We don't fucking care about our own communities. Uh, black, brown, you know, black and Latinos. We don't fucking care about our own communities. This is a crazy thing. But we we have to say the slogan. We have to repeat the slogan because it's catchy. It's it's marketable. It's something you can dress and 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 parade around. And that's what goes back to the Democratic Party. They can dress these three letters, this hashtag, but they don't care. They see you as a voting block. Because come twenty twenty four, they're gonna try to get the the vote. From women, they're gonna they're gonna get the they're gonna try to get the woman boat. They're gonna try and get the black boat. They're gonna try to get the Latino boat because they know that your vote matters. They don't care about your life, even though they can say it. It sounds catchy, something that's marketable, something that they can use as as a political uh, political thing. Doesn't matter at the end of the day to them. Is once once they're done with you, spit you out. Once, once, uh, once they have no use for you, they spit you out. Like like a fucking like a fucking whore, used up. They spit you out. They done with you. You're nothing. You know, 
it's it's to me to me um to me it just shows that all this is all this is political nonsense all this is political nonsense all this is just more the same crap from the from the, the democratic plantation but let me play another clip stop sharing this um play this here all right let's play this here so you said um that your father said when he saw the shirt white lives matter it's great to see a black man stating the obvious so by which i think you meant that's obviously true yeah that my favorite response because i kept on thinking like you know people they're looking for an explanation and people say well as an artist you don't have to give an explanation but as a leader you do yes i think that's right so the answer to why i wrote white lives matter on a shirt is because they do it's the obvious thing yeah why why do you think that's so and, and i assume the implication is of course all lives matter because they're lives because god created them yeah. why do you think that that would be considered controversial because the same people that have stripped us of our identity and labeled us as a as a color have told us what it means to be black and the vernacular that we're supposed to have mm. very that's a good answer basically same people let me play it again <laughs> play it again stripped us of our identity the same people that have stripped us of our identity and labeled us as a as a color have told us what it means to be black and the vernacular that we're supposed to have. Powerful. Same people that stripped us of our uh, of our identity, basically telling us this is what it means to be black. And these are the same people that are using that the hashtag or you know champion and, and going with that with the hashtag uh black lives matter this is more the same just telling y'all what to think telling y'all how to feel that they're they're letting you know without saying without saying it we don't want you thinking freely we don't want you thinking you know critically we want you to to believe what we want you to believe and you're gonna repeat it. You're gonna go and say we're gonna strip you, and then we're gonna tell you how to be black. We're gonna tell you how to be black, and all this political theater with BLM is the same thing. It's nothing different. It's not empowering. It's just more of the same crap. Okay, let's. I think that's it for the Kanye clips. Yeah, I think that's uh oh no, this there's one here. 
Sorry about that. There's one more. We got good time. Because all we got is the Elon Musk uh, news. All right, so here you go. Here's uh, the last clip here. Um, how? When did you start to feel this way? When did you start to realize this? I, I really felt like, I think I started to really feel this need to express myself on another level when Trump was running for office and I liked him. Yes. And every single person in Hollywood, from my ex-wife to my mother-in-law to my manager at that time to you know, my, my so-called friends slash handlers around me told me like if I said that I like Trump, that my career would be over, that my life would be over. Uh, they said stuff like people get killed for wearing a hat like that. They threatened my life, they put my life. They basically said that I would be killed uh, for uh, wearing the hat. I had a, a, someone call me last night and said anybody wearing a White Lives Matter shirt is gonna be greenlit, and that means that they're gonna beat them up if they wear it, and I'm like, you know, okay, green light me then. <laughs> Man, it shows that he don't give a fuck. And when you master the ability of not giving a fuck, you have power because no one can harm you. Even and they they try they try to to you know, harm him. At the end of the day, the fact that he's comfortable, he he's comfortable with the fact. Listen. This is who I am. I'm not gonna bend to no one's will. I like who I like. I support who I support. I'm not afraid. And yeah, he can do that because you know he's Kanye West. The average person may not have that luxury because if they are caught supporting the person, you know, on the wrong side of the aisle or someone that that's undesirable, then forget about it. Uh, and understand. You know, I, I get it. But fear is one of the things that prevents us from just being who we want to be. Just being ourselves. And something that a friend of mine was talking about, you know, we were having a conversation about this. And, you know, she explained to me, just telling me that, well, it's just really hard to be someone else. It's it's much easier to be yourself than to be someone else. But the fact is that a lot of people are afraid to be themselves because people may not like them. People may not like who you are. When you're unapologetically you, it's the best feeling. When you are comfortable with, with yourself, when you love yourself, when you are affirm with yourself when you are sure about yourself it is a beautiful thing because no one can tell you nothing because you know who you are you know who you are no one can fucking tell you anything less and people who who will go about saying well oh well you know i, I don't like that or i don't know if you should be saying that you know, people may not like that. Fuck that. Be who you are. 
And I'm just, I'm sick and tired of people just being afraid of being themselves. Just being a law-abiding citizen, you like who you like, and if that's a problem for people, it's 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 insane. And I love it. Let me blow this up uh, right here. Hashtag free Ricada Law is trending. Eight thousand two hundred seventy tweets. Thing of beauty. Thing of fucking beauty. But um, yeah, like I'm just sick and tired of just one side is able just to to be themselves. They they can go and say, yeah, we we want to convert your children. We want them in 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 drag, you know, dress in drag. We want kids taking hormone replacement therapies. Uh, we want just the the most uh the the praved obscene taboo aspects of life to be the norm we want people to just do ridiculous things even if it means aborting their own their own self their own souls everyone wants to be like everyone wants to be a carbon copy of each other people are far too afraid to be themselves it's much easier to be yourself but people prefer to just be a drone, to think like everyone else, to basically not even think, just to, oh, whatever the herd believes in, I believe in it too, is dangerous. It's really dangerous. And I refuse to live in a society like that. I refuse to to go life, go through life thinking like that. Like, and then they, I'm me. Take it or leave it. Love me or hate me. I don't give a damn. You know. And if uh, people have any issue or objection to that, don't really care at the end of the day. You know, because I don't live for you. I'm I'm me. You can try to take my livelihood away. You can, you know, strip me. You can you strip me of everything I have. You can try to... Uh, stab at me in your quote to quote Cameron. You can shoot at me. You can stab at me. You know, take your best shot. You know, at the end of the day, we we gotta we gotta live. Now, always go back to this: when people live in fear, they stop living. When you when you stop living, you're dead. Is this easy? Yeah, just conform. Just, just consume, just like everything that everyone else, uh, eh, just like what, whatever everyone else likes. Don't, don't conform. Don't, don't buck the system. Don't question stuff. Don't, don't raise and don't, don't raise any alarms. Just, just, just come on. Just, just stop it. Just, we, you know, we just go along with the program. They leave us alone, right? You know, we get to sit sit at the table. We just go along. You know, do like no, because they will they will turn on you. <laughs> you know, in all these movies, when you go along with the henchman, you know, your henchman, you go along with with, with the, you know, with the main bad guy, and then once he's done with you, he just toss you out like a like a sack of potatoes. You just 
you know, snuff you out. Exactly what this is. That's that's exactly what the game of life. Let's check. Let's check this. Here we go. Legal mindset's cool. Reinstate Nick Rakeda and the Rakeda Law Channel. This is complete nonsense. Team YouTube, free Nick Rakeda. Free Rakeda Law. Free Rakeda. Like that right there. Retweet it. Um, this is complete censorship that Team YouTube banned Rakeda Law and no grounds exists to justify the actions. FYI, there's no right to privacy in your name or address when you file bogus ethics complaints or uh, brigade with false complaints. Rakeda did nothing wrong. Absolutely. That was what I was alluding to earlier. When you take legal action, when you file an ethics complaint, you are not anonymous. Your your personal information is going to be out there in the public record. So the fact that these people reading and crying and bitching, oh, like, he docks me. No. And it's funny. It's something that Nick Rakeda brought up on, on his stream. He mentioned that. You want to talk about doxing, you know, the, the credit, you know, the credit bureaus, they have all your information. When you, when you go uh, applying for a new credit card or you're applying for a loan and look up your credit history, that information is, is wildly available. When employers look, they look at your credit history. It's, it's, it's bogus. So he's absolutely right. Like these fools, they felt some type of way because their plan to to file bogus complaints to to the ethics board didn't work, and they they're crying because it's cool when they go and try to censor people and try to deplatform people and dox them and 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 all this other stuff. But when it's done to them, they're crying. And in this case, it wasn't even done because they're the ones who filed the complaints. They're the ones who went and filed these bogus ethics complaints. And again, it just shows that these people are not smart. They're not very bright. When you go into the realm of, of law, when you take legal action, when you step away from Twitter and YouTube, when you're anonymous and you go into law, you're no longer anonymous. You do not have the amenity. You do not have it. So it just shows that these people are just, just full of crap at the end of the day. And just people just... Everyone is is supporting uh, Rakeda Law, and I do too. He he is a stand-up guy, did nothing wrong, you know? All this is bogus. And the fact that people can just mass flag someone and be like, yeah, we're going to just mass flag someone because, you know, I got, I felt butthurt. And then the machine works for them. 
but not the other way around. And that's unfair. Got to go through all this, send all this noise to Team YouTube, and and put hashtags out. It's crazy. So let me like this too. It's insane. Uh, let me um stop sharing that because I I want to get the rest of this done before the hour and thirty minute mark. Cause that popped up, but I, I had to, I had to, uh, um, I had to talk about it. All right, like the, the t- those tweets. All right, all right. We will quickly talk about um. Mm. quickly talk about the Elon Musk uh, situation. And basically, it seems like Elon Musk is going ahead with the deal to buy Twitter. And me, in my humble opinion, I think that not much is going to change um because there's a lot of things at play that we're not you know privy to and i try not to go uh i I don't try to go with rumors and, and things like that but this is something credible let's see let's um let's share this here let's play this so basically uh, sources tell bannon twitter gave elon musk two conditions one trump and conservatives remain off twitter and two twitter staff remains the same and musk said no deal so we're gonna play this clip and brb um very close sources that is because Twitter came back and said, hey, we'll actually knock a couple of billion dollars off the price Mm -hmm. if you commit to two things. Number one, not let the Trump and the conservatives back on Twitter that we've already banned, right? Number two, if you you allow the management team to stay. And my understanding is that Elon Musk was not prepared to do either one and said, no, the deal's a deal. If Elon Musk does ever take over Twitter, I think it's it's interesting to to point out now. We'll watch how quickly Twitter abandons uh, their whole movement. The whole private companies can do whatever they want. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll yes. we'll see that abandoned yes. quite fast. Yes. All right. Yep. That whole uh, that whole movement. Yeah, Twitter's a private company. Could do what it wants. Uh, stand the other. It's just I, when I heard that, I was like, wow. So when people were getting banned and deplatformed, yeah, Twitter's a private company could do what it wants. But now that Elon, you know, he's trying to buy, then he backed down, but now he seems like he's he's back at it. And there's another reason why. Like he's like the the court case 
it's still going forward. He thought that, well, if I just go ahead and buy Twitter, that we can stop the lawsuit. But it seems like that didn't work. And I mean, listen, most people cannot, you know, spend the amount of money in, in, in a lawsuit. Elon Musk can, but with the magnitude of this of this suit, it's I know just common sense will tell you, yeah, this is not good. And the fact that we don't know if it's uh if it's uh Tesla or if it's um people that uh that have invest because he has buyers like the the money is a lot of money to 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 fork up forty four billion that that's that isn't like oh well, let me just you know just open up the checkbook like it's 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 a lot more intricate than that but I think that in my opinion even though this is a rumor I think that this is. I think this could be an actual thing. And if this ends up happening, when these people sorry, when these people when they hear that Trump and Alex Jones and all the conservatives that were that were banned off of this platform when they when they get unbanned it's going to be it's going to be a beautiful day it's going to be a beautiful fucking day because we just love the the ring like just hearing just hearing the uh when Elon first reported that he he was going to buy Twitter it was so fucking funny shit was so fucking funny the fact that people were crying and complaining oh Elon Musk what is he doing he should be he should be giving that money away to to less fortunate people blah 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 and oh twitter they can't do that it's just it's it's just wild it's it's a beautiful thing just a ring but do i have faith in one man no absolutely not i do not have faith in in one man let me stop sharing this i do not have faith in 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 one man because at the end of the day men are you know they're they're men they're they're imperfect no one's no one's perfect not even elon musk and i don't put my faith in in just just one man you know because anything can happen he can just go and just go and and be like, well, you know what I what I said before. Yeah, I'm gonna go back on that. Like, no, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be uh, 
um, just gung-ho. I mean, I'm interested to see what happens. But at the end of the day, I'm not, like, full force. Like, yeah, yeah, like, Team Elon, no. Um, to me, it's just, you know, it comes down to this. It's just a wait and see. And for people to just go and, and just put all their faith they're just setting themselves up for failure. You you do not want to do that. You gotta you gotta think level headed. You gotta have more of uh, discernment. You gotta have more discernment because, especially we're we're dealing with people with a with a high tax bracket. Like they're literally, you gotta take a SpaceX rocket to even get up to the height of Elon Musk and his tax bracket. Like this is not this isn't like like a like like a normal thing. This isn't like typical, especially all the political uh just nonsense behind it and all the money behind it. It, it isn't just a, a surefire thing, but I am interested to see all the all the controlled chaos from this. Um, so read a little bit from this article from MSN. Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter again. Hear how the platform could change. With Elon Musk in position to take over the social media platform and a surprise U-turn, a number of technical and operational changes could be happening soon. I had tons of ideas. Musk text Twitter CEO Prague. I'm not going to pronounce that. Uh, Prague in April, right before he agreed to join the company's board. I just want Twitter to be max, to be maximum amazing. Must this week revived his offer to buy the company and hopes to abort a legal showdown with the company over the deal he had previously tried to back out of. The Tesla CEO has publicly hinted at several ways he might transform the platform if the deal goes through, from loosening content moderation to restoring banned accounts and adding an edit feature. And also, you got to, in order for you to edit your tweets, you need to pay a premium. And I'm like, no. to I can I can edit uh, posts on other social media platforms. The fact that you can't on Twitter, while, again, it just shows that for me, before I post anything i make sure i proofread it make sure it doesn't have any typos and you know now post it but i do wish it had uh, an edit button but then again then when people make bad take tweets when they tweet out bad takes and it's there, and of course, people will be there to snapshot it, so they can't be like, "Oh no, no, let's let's edit that." Like that's why I like the fact that, uh, um, you know, when it comes to Twitter not having an edit button. But anyway, that that's that that is not the point. But I think that's a good idea and loosening up on uh, loosening up content moderation. And also restoring banned accounts, like we mentioned. I mean, I'd like to see Nick Ricada back. And just for the LOLs, Trump and Alex Jones back. Because, hey, people, all people 
all all uh, law-abiding people should have a chance to speak. Let's see. And a juicy set of text messages between Musk and his business associates made public in a court filing last week provided even closer look on how he may monetize and overhaul the platform. There are some hurdles to overcome before the deal can be processed, before the deal can proceed, excuse me. Twitter still has to accept Musk's $44 billion takeover offer. I think they did. They said that he did. Um, when was this? Okay, four hours ago. But he, they basically did. It seems like any any day now he can, um, uh, he he can be the owner. Things like things are finalizing, but we'll wait and see. Again, that's why I'm not holding my breath. Let's see. Musk uh, requested a filing in Delaware, uh, Clarence Court. I think I said that right. That Twitter abandoned all litigation, dropping a court date that's still currently scheduled for October 17th. Uh, CNBC reported, but the deal does go through. But the deal does go through. Uh, analysts warn must to focus on the unmonitored free speech could present new challenges, with, which could have huge implications for the new digital town square. Just we, of course. And this is what I wanted to talk about. Let, 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 let's. Let's blow that up. Let's blow that up here. So, but if the deal goes through, analysts warn that must focus on unmonitor free speech could present new challenges, which could have huge implications for the digital town square just weeks before the U.S. midterm elections. Oh, gee, I wonder why. Because they want to make sure that Twitter isn't in the hands of Elon Musk. So they're going to try to draw this out. That's why they're going to still go with the court with the court case. Because they don't want, uh, their, you know, Twitter does not want their political enemies to speak freely. They don't want that. The whole point is to get all the conservatives out. Get Trump and all the conservatives off of the platform, and then Twitter can just be one huge echo chamber for the left, for the just in time for the midterm. So that way they can bring in their propaganda, they can bring in all all their fluff pieces, uh, have all the bots partying. You know, we already know this. This this isn't this isn't rocket science. No pun intended. This isn't rocket science. We already know what the deal is when it comes to why they want this. The rumors are that they want um, the same people that are in charge currently to stay there and for uh, must not to reinstate conservatives uh, that were banned because they know because once things get on an even playing field, it's over. It won't have that that control on speech, and that's why again I'm for free speech. I'm for all sides to talk and to speak freely and express themselves freely. No one's prepared for the kind of onslaught that's going to come," said Angelo Cars Carslone, 
president and CEO of Media Matters, a nonprofit media watchdog. We all know the people he's talking to, and we see all the indicators. This is a real threat. Yeah, of course, it's a real threat because you want a monopoly on speech. I remember once upon a time when 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 journalists and the mainstream media they were actually you know credible. You know, I, I miss that time where journalists did what what they had to do to bring the truth. It's it's an amazing thing, right? It's just I don't know, man. Like it's just they they're just showing their true colors. They're they're afraid, and people at Twitter they're having a panic attack. They're a you know meltdown mode. And I'm like, good, good, because I'm listen. I'm not for people losing their jobs, but at the end of the day, when you make it your career to silence people when you make it your career to censor speech and to police speech and not have an even playing field and you profit off of it I have a problem with that I have a a huge problem with that and we're going to read one or two paragraphs more, and then we're going to end it. Current leadership could be fired. The first move Musk makes is widely anticipated to be cleaning the house, starting with Twitter's chief executive, who took the helm at the company last year after co-founder Jack Dorsey stepped down. Text messages between Musk and his business associates reveal how frustrated he was with Agarwar's leadership, even though the two had initially sought to work together. Uh, what, hold on. What's his? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Prague. Okay. Oh, let's see. Da, da, da. Prague told Musk on April 9th that his habit of tweeting negative things like "Is Twitter dying?" was quote not helping, not helping me make Twitter better. I mean, Twitter ain't better because what your policies are like they're they're they were they're much worse than jack dorsey's uh uh his his policies let's just like call it out like it is uh what did you <laughs> what did you get done this week must sent back who at the time was in discussions about joining twitter's board this is a waste of time he added saying instead he will be making an offer to buy the company a uh, complicated relationship between the two could result in Agua being fired on Musk's first day of ownership, uh, Carl's loan says, and likely replaced with one amongst allies. Fixing Twitter by chatting with Prague won't work. Musk text Twitter board chair Brent Taylor. Musk has also expressed displeasure with other Twitter executives tweeting a meme about the company's top lawyer, Vid. Uh, I can't even pronounce that, but hold on. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna share uh I'm going to share this person here. Let me actually pull this 
There we go. Just she is uh, an American attorney for Twitter, uh, who serves as general counsel and the head of legal policy and trust at Twitter. She was on Joe Rogan's podcast. And man, I'm so glad that this this uh this episode was made because it just exposed the the blatant one-sidedness when it came to Twitter's policy. And right here, Twitter Tim Pool says Tim Pool tells Twitter exec they have a liberal bias. And it's true. It's a liberal bias. And that's why they don't want Musk on the board because, you know, just at the home because he's going to fire. He's going to fire everyone. He's going to fire everyone. And he's going to fire her too. It's, it's just, again, I'm not for, I don't take glee in people losing their jobs at the same time. When you blatantly have a bias, when you blatantly censor people because they're not in the same political party as you, I have issue with that because people should be able to speak freely. And these people are, they know what they're doing. They're not, oh, well, you know, we happen to, to, to slip, trip and fall, you know, on the sense, you know, on, on the, on the ban button. Like, oh, just had, no, they knew what they were doing. His social media is powerful. They don't want what happened in 2016 to happen again. They, they don't want someone like Trump back on the platform. They don't want him because his voice will be magnified. Regardless of what you feel about him, listen, I don't agree with everything that Trump says. I mean, he, he is a, 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 a bag of memes uh but he deserves to to speak at the end of the day i said it so what and of course i don't want alex jones back imagine if alex jones gets gets his twitter back donald trump gets his twitter back it's gonna be an interesting midterm and again, that's why I'm not holding my breath. It could happen. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not holding my breath. It will be interesting. It will be funny as hell. But I don't know. I don't know. At the end of the day, I don't know. Who who knows? Who fucking knows? Um, I was going to talk about She-Hulk, but I'm sorry. The show's garbage. You know, um, Daredevil appeared in the um, on the show episode seven. Yeah, episode seven. So basically, near the the, the season season finale. Um, I'm just I just don't care. Just I just don't care. Just. 
they they introduced their double and then they have they had him uh sleep with uh with uh, she hulk and then he had to walk of shame so the few things that they did right in that episode with with you know Matt Murdock, aka Daredevil, just threw it away. Just no, I, I will not give the show any more press than I've done. So that being said, listen, uh, watch what you like, but don't get mad if people don't have the same opinion on you with these shows. Like, I refuse to to give praise to a show that, that has done the main character no justice at all. So I'm just going to leave it there. Just people like mediocrity. They like mediocre content. They like a show about nothing. That's That's on them. Like, no skin off my back. But the fact that people are... Once again, just like with Rings of Power, just like with She-Hulk, just like all these other shows, um, bros, that, that gay rom-com. When it gets poor views, when not a lot of people are watching it, when no one no one is giving the, the reaction that they want, oh, people are suddenly uh, misogynist, they're homophobic, they're racist, this, that. And it's like every time someone is someone is suddenly misogynist racist this that blah 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 it's like maybe it isn't isn't uh issue with people maybe it's just the fact that the show sucks maybe just a thought just a thought i don't know this the show sucks it just could be the fact that the show sucks and it's fine. But when people go hard and say, oh, why do you care? Why do you care? If you like it, why does it matter if I don't like it? Food for thought. But guys, uh, that's it. Um, I hope you enjoyed me uh, rant a little bit and just uh, give my take on these topics. Uh, I think this was a good one. I... Uh, I definitely enjoyed uh, this, especially came back from work. I didn't even eat as soon as I got in, set everything up, uh, got all the, all the clips, all the, you know, the articles and we, we, we done done it because uh, I really wanted to talk about this and there'll be more, there'll be more stuff to talk about. There's a lot more that I want to talk about for next episode episode 111 um by now when you listen to this 109 will be uploaded so uh uh please uh bear with me i, I apologize um i took a little longer to get that episode out just been very busy but i will have hopefully by the time you are listening to this you already listened to episode 109 and hope you enjoyed episode 110 of the Room Prime podcast. Once again, you can follow this show on all major digital platforms. Again, I am trying to expand, uh, try to do little by little, 
see if I can go on other platforms and just give like little snippets of the show, you know, get, get my voice out there, you know, better or worse. And again, uh, all my audio platforms, that is, uh, Apple podcasts, Google, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and our home red circle. Uh, you can follow me on social media. The main one being Twitter, Mr. Ruben Prime, at Mr. Ruben Prime. And also you can follow me with my backup, Ruben Prime Media. I got to start posting on there. Um, It ain't easy juggling a bunch of accounts. (laughs) Um, But that being said, guys, we're we're here grinding. We're trying our our best. We got to push through, keep on pushing. And that being said, for myself, you are the greatest audience. And thank you for watching. And remember, once again, you guys are the greatest audience. Thank you for listening to me. I've been Room Prime. And I'm out. Peace. I am here, master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch an eye. Master, that's not...